Back with the WMAY Morning News Feed, 7-Eleven. I'm Greg Bishop. You can always contact me, bishoponair at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just search out Bishop on Air. Uh, taking a moment now to talk with Attorney Thomas DeVore, uh, who just recently uh, has won five, six, seven, eight different cases, maybe more, uh, going to county courts and saying that... Uh, well, quarantine orders need due process and uh, says that uh, a lot of parents are not given that due process across the state. So he joins us now to talk about this and why this is important uh, and how two weeks to slow the spread has now gone almost 19, 20 months. And now is the time that apparently some parents are, are recognizing that they do have certain rights and uh, are required to have due process uh, when it comes to their children being kept from school. Uh, so, Tom, I guess let's start with uh, what happened yesterday. Two different courts uh, in the fourth uh, judicial circuits, two different judges uh, hearing some pleas from parents who feel that their students were not given due process uh, when it comes to quarantine and uh, even masks. So so uh, set this up for us. What happened yesterday? Yeah, we, we were in two different courts. And the, and the question was asked of the courts, again, is somewhat similar to what we've asked the last few weeks, Greg, as it relates to exclusion from school. It has to do with the requirement of the use of a mask, again, to allegedly prevent the spread of a disease. And that, by definition, is a quarantine under the health code. And so these courts uh, were both asked the question of a school district's ability to require children to wear a mask because the governor's executive order says that they have to put this in place. And both of these courts both said the same thing. They said, you can't do that, that, you know, the governor, the governor can't give you more power than the legislature has given you. And the legislature has clearly laid out the procedural substantive due process that's to be given to anyone before they can be required to do a variety of things. Again, exclusion from school, we've already won and I think six or seven or eight different places, I can't recall. And then also now the masking requirement, again, by definition, is a type of quarantine. Chief Judge of the Fourth, Doug Jarman, said clearly a mask is by definition a quarantine under the health code, and you can't force a child to do that without an order of quarantine or consent of the parent. And, you know, the governor can't issue an executive order that uh, eliminates due process. Judge Schieffer said that's what makes this country different from every other country in the world, and and nobody can take that away. Attorney DeVore with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, what's fascinating here is this has always been the law, right? It's always been laid out in state statutes, the process of quarantine, and how if somebody is alleged, just as in a criminal case, if you're alleged of committing a crime, uh, you have due process to face the accuser, to call into question the charges, uh, and so on. But when it came to the past year and a half, why is it just now that we're seeing uh, some parents step up and assert their rights uh, according to state law, uh, which says that they have due process and uh, they cannot have, uh, in this case, children forced to quarantine or forced to take part in quarantine procedures such as a mask, uh, which is as a medical device is meant to stop the spread of a, an infectious disease, allegedly, as you say. Uh, but uh, why is it just now that parents are starting to realize that in state statute, they have due process rights? Fear. It's always been fear, Greg. It's why it's taken this long for people to step up and to assert these rights on a grand scale. Because, you know, 
for the first few months while this was going, people were scared to death, sometimes legitimately because of the unknown, many times because of the propaganda that was being put out at a variety of places, and, and people were scared. And, and when people get scared, they kind of get paralyzed, and, and I, I understand that. So, But finally, it's gotten to the point where I think it's crystal clear that people are beginning to appreciate that there's more going on here than really trying to manage uh, again, a pandemic that this has become way too political, and there's an agenda of some sort. I don't pretend to know what it is beyond just trying to to mitigate this spread. I mean, there's way too much going on here, and for that to that extent, I think people have finally had enough. And and you're right. You know, I was making the same arguments last year that I'm making right now. The law's not changed. It's just people's optics and people's courage have changed, and that's all it ever took. We've seen, of course, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, various county courts say that schools can't keep kids from school um, just based off of uh, an assumption that they may have been exposed to COVID-19. Some schools went on lockdown, uh, not lockdown, but they they, they went on remote learning. Uh, then you had uh, uh, the ongoing debates about um, uh, masks uh, boiling up into a point where now you have two cases under your belt and on behalf of parents, one at the Carlisle School District, the entire district there. Uh, is enjoined from forcing masks on kids without a quarantine order from the local health department. Uh, in Effingham County at the uh, Teotopolis uh, school, there's three children that are impacted by that. Uh, they can't be forced to wear masks um, as a uh, as a medical device uh, without an official quarantine order. And the, and the temporary restraining order in both cases, Tom, says that this in no way prevents a local county health department from issuing an official quarantine order. But even if that happens, there's due process, right? Exactly. And I'm the one that added that language in because, again, I'm always about following the law. If I don't like the law, I'll ask to change it. And, and, and when I argued in front of Judge Schieffer yesterday and, and, and Judge Jarman, I'm like, if the law doesn't work, the answer is not to ignore it. The answer is to change it. And the people have had to uh, live within the confines of the law. And, you know, government bodies like school districts have to live within those confines as well. As to Effingham, we're going to be going back to Effingham and filing a class action on behalf of all kids if the school district doesn't do the right thing and allow the other children to come to school mass-free. And also this morning, I'll let you know, Greg, that we're filing the same cause of action against the whole school district in two different or two different two more counties in Illinois. Those will be filed this morning, and we're going to take the same position. And I'm hopeful again that they'll take the masks off of the kids. Attorney Thomas DeVore with us on the WMAY morning news feed at 718. We're going to get your reaction to some of the critics out there. Um, a political blogger uh, took the story and essentially said that these are uh, pro-virus spread court rulings uh, or something to that effect, right? Uh, what, what's your response to some and even somebody commenting on this video saying that these were crackpot judges uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, you, you, you lose other cases, Tom. Uh, what's your reaction? One, I haven't lost uh, cases necessarily. Those cases are still pending. The only case that's ever really had any significance is the one from the school districts with Judge Grishow last August. Again, a year and two months ago. uh, But all of these judges now, I think six or seven of them, for all intents and purposes, disagree with Judge Grishow. And and again, I disagreed with her opinion, but I would never be like these people, you know, these People probably are ignorant for the most part and, and criticize the judge's ruling because I disagree with it philosophically. These people that are saying these are pro-virus spread, again, that's just 
ignorance of people who, who see a decision that they disagree with and they want to attack and criticize. I usually don't have much good to say about people like that. But you know what this is? This is pro-constitutional due process rulings is what these are. And so to that extent, anybody that disagrees with that is completely un-American. If you don't agree with these rulings, go change the law and let the legislature try to craft new laws that you think will accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. But to say it's pro-virus spreading, not only is, again, is that an unconstitutional comment, the pandemic plan that was passed by the Department of Health that you're talking about, Greg, is actually consistent with these courts' rulings. So these are just, again, with all due respect, ignorant people saying things that don't make any sense. Well, and that uh, pandemic response plan, something that uh, every administration for decades has signed off on, even uh, Dr. Zike under the Pritzker administration signed off on the pandemic response plan that lays out these quarantine due process uh, policies uh, back in March of 2020, before the pandemic hit. Uh, so, again, it's uh, laws that are on the books spelling out what quarantine is and how there has to be due process. And it can't just be something that's uh, uh, blanketed across the entire state. But what's fascinating, Tom, also is uh, and Tom DeVore joins us on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, yesterday's case, uh, it took previous cases challenging quarantine uh, a- another step and-, and included masks as a medical device. And that can't be put on somebody without an official quarantine order that they either comply with or uh, is challenged in the courts and they have due process. But you're looking to actually possibly take this a step further uh, and look at other things that uh, you're going to argue are also considered uh, quarantine type of uh, policies. Tell us about that. Absolutely. And again, it's the same exact thing. Keeping in mind, as I've argued quite clearly, Greg, the legislature, again, under with the limitations of constitutional principles, but Again, that's a separate conversation. The legislature can craft all kinds of new things if they want to. Since they haven't chosen to do that, we accept the law as it's written. But just as I've argued exclusion from school is a quarantine by definition, we've argued successfully. We've argued successfully that masks are a device intended to limit the spread. There's also within the definition that you cannot force a requirement on any citizen, a healthy citizen, to try to limit the spread of an infectious disease. Those requirements will clearly include vaccination or testing. Vaccination and testing are requirements. If you read the governor's executive order, they're trying to put those in place to limit the spread of an infectious disease. Those are types of quarantine under the law. I didn't create the definition. It's the definition that exists. And so we're going to take action. We're going to start with teachers here real soon that says, sorry, school district, I don't care what the governor says. He can't destroy due process, and you can't force perfectly healthy educators to be vaccinated or test in order to stay employed here. And I am highly confident we're going to win that case. And school and, and educators across this state need to pick up on this, just like parents have, and says you can't do this to me without an order of quarantine. And they need to push back and defend themselves because, again, it is a type of quarantine. It's crystal clear, and the governor. Again, Judge Schieffer said it best, governor or not, he can't change the laws of this state. He doesn't have that power. Attorney Thomas DeVore on the WMAY morning news feed. Finally here, um, you you took to a a Facebook Live uh, after the two cases yesterday to kind of uh, vent a little bit, uh, so to speak, and, uh, you know, indicating that you're, you're just one person. 
right? I mean, you're just one attorney. Uh, so, so uh, I guess convey to to those listening right now uh, what you uh, want them to do with what you've uh, accomplished in the past few weeks. They need to take this information and they need to use it. Like I've always said, Greg, use it to defend themselves the best they can. Go. F- There's got to be other lawyers in the state. I've I've gotten several, and it's been very encouraging. Reach out to me in the last week. And there's been a couple of cases filed, and there's other lawyers going, Tom, please send me this information. Let me look at it, et cetera, because parents and educators are starting to reach out and say, and they're putting groups of them together, not just one person, groups. And they're going to some of these lawyers and saying, hey, look at this. Help us with this. And I've offered to send these pleadings to any lawyer in the state. They don't just – you can have them. Just make these arguments for people and defend people because if we can defend people – we make sure the law is followed. If the legislature wants to pass something else, well, we'll take a look at it. But at least that's the legislature representing the people, and it's not the governor continue to try to change the law, and he can't do it. Well, and again, Tom, just reiterate, um, this is not about being pro-COVID spread. Uh, this is not about uh, wanting to to limit measures that uh, you know some think may slow the spread. This is about due process. It's about Greg. People don't even know what my my beliefs are, and, and again, it's really nobody's business. But I have three children who are 18 years old. I said, if you want to wear a mask, you wear a mask. If you want to get the vaccine, that's your decision. You have to make those decisions for yourself. I want every person to make those decisions for themselves, and then they can figure out what's best. I would never say I think this is better than that. I have my own choices for my own family. Your choices and everybody else's choices are their business. I only care about the law and that the law gets followed. And if the law doesn't work, then the law needs to be changed. That's all I've ever cared about since day one. Attorney Thomas DeVore, thanks so much for your time. We'll, of course, uh, watch closely uh, some of the other cases you're involved in and see where all this goes. All right. Thank you, sir.